Um, joining me on the line right now is uh, the owner of Monty's Lounge, Kyle Pearson. Good morning to you, Kyle. Morning, Katie. How are you? Not too bad. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Um, Kyle, we understand there has been reports that your very popular local pub, Monty's Lounge, you've made the tough decision to not reopen next year. Yeah, uh, look, we're, we're at the end of our lease there, and um, we've just had to make the, uh, well, you know, it's a hard decision to make it, an unfortunate one, but um, it's just simply not viable to go on. So, um, yeah, yeah, this is where, unfortunately, uh, it's going to end for Monty. Kyle, talk us through the reasons behind that. I know you've just said that the lease has run out, but I understand that, you know, the issues that you have been experiencing when it comes to, to crime have had an impact yeah, I mean, if I can put together a bit of a timeline for you, we, we purchased Monty's, um, uh, must have been December 2018, and we traded for 11 weeks, and then we were shut down due to COVID. So um, it's been a real struggle the whole time. Um, you know, COVID, as everyone knows, um, you know, we don't seem to be talking about it anymore, but that absolutely devastated us. Because uh, we're a new business, we didn't get tax relief from the federal government. We had, you know, people working on visas, so we didn't get... Um, JobKeeper allowance in the first instance. So uh, whilst we went in there with grand plans to improve the place, you know, to make it better, it just turned into a, a three-year game of survival. Um, you know, and after all that, we opened the game into this, you know, this disgusting level of crime. And, like, I'm in Adelaide. I haven't even heard what happened in Alice last night. I'm just, just gobsmacked. So it's just unbelievable. Yeah, it is. It is totally unbelievable. And, you know, we'd spoken to the commander, or sorry, the assistant commissioner yesterday about, um, you know, the impact that having the additional police there was having in terms of uh, trying to quell some of that unrest. But it just seems as though there are ongoing issues with crime and antisocial behaviour, and it must make it really difficult when it comes to running a business. Yeah, look, if 30 police were the answer, why didn't they do it? Three. I mean, I've been in Dallas nearly 20 years. Why didn't they do that 20 years ago? Just put 30 more police on. I don't know that, uh, you know, whilst it might have some short-term effects, I'm not here to criticise the police, you know, on the ground. Like, what, what you know, if that's what's happened last night, um, how effective is it? And, you know, what, what's being done to address, you know, the root causes of crime? Because whatever we're doing and, you know, the billions of dollars that's being thrown at it, it's not working. Yeah, and this is the thing. And, you know, I feel as though, um, obviously, I'm not based in Alice Springs, um, so I don't know exactly what goes on from from day to day, but it does feel as though it's something that you've been grappling with for quite a while and it's taken a, quite a long time for there to be sort of really serious action. Yeah, and, look, you know, where it became difficult for us and where the real turnaround came with Monty's, I mean, the break-ins are one thing, and you know, I think our record was seven times in 48 hours, but... I mean, when it's crime against the person and, and people are coming out to have a good night, um, their tyres are getting slashed, they're getting bashed on the way home, you know, their handbags are getting stolen off the tables by people that sneak in when our security guard turns his back for 30 seconds. Um, you know, people just don't want to go out anymore. And that's the message we're getting from, you know, our friends, from our customers. They're just saying it's just not safe to go out. So they'd rather go to a house party than, than go out. And, um, you know, that's, it's a pretty sad state of affairs for Alice Springs once it gets to that. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's a bloody very sad state of affairs. And uh, and as you've, you know, you touched on, it makes it makes it difficult for you guys to be able to have a business there and be able to uh, to continue to have it viable if then people don't really want to go out at night time. Yeah, I mean, you know, and that's it's just a, kind of a reality for us now. I mean, you know, 
it, it, it doesn't feel safe to go out. And, you know, once again, it's, it's, it's just really sad. And, mm. you know, we're spending money to try and attract people to the Northern Territory and they come to Alice Springs and, that, and that's what they're faced with. Yeah. Kyle, I know that, uh, you know, it would have been a tough decision to make and no doubt it's going to impact on staff as well. But you've got a couple of businesses, don't you? Yeah, we have the brewery in town as well. And, um, you know, uh, I was told recently by government, someone in government, at least I still have that, which is a pretty poor consolation prize in my regard because it's no happy coincidence that the brewery is successful. It's taken a, a hard, you know, a lot of hard work to get it to that point. And, you know, another point to be made is people tell us now that they come out to the brewery because it's not in the CBD. Yeah. They come out there because... You know, they can sit there, take their children there and have a meal safely. They're not worried about their cars getting smashed. Um, you know, their, their belongings getting stolen, which, you know, I, and while that's great for us now, I don't know, you know, if things are going the way they go, I don't know how long that will remain a reality because the crime isn't just isolated to the CBD. And, you know, as we've seen in recent weeks with the with the operation that's been going on, it's just pushing crime out to the suburbs. Mm. Mate, what is, like I know that you guys have been trying to raise these concerns with government for quite some time. You you know you you speak about them open and uh, you know very openly and uh, and genuinely. But what you know what is your message really for those in those decision making positions when it comes to what's going on in Alice Springs around those issues of crime and and antisocial behaviour? I think it's just time to get serious, and you know. I... Someone asked me recently about angry about being broken into and that. Look, you know, personally, I don't get angry. I don't get sad, and I don't. I'm not going to get angry at a bunch of children that, you know, really have no prospects in life. Um, you know, and, and nothing's being done to fix that. So, you know, what if I was in the same, you know, same position in their age? Um, you know, what, 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 what would I have to look forward to? Like, you know, it's really. Um, you know, it's a really tough situation, and, and you know, I think there needs, you know, there needs to be a really serious look at where all the funding's going. Um, you know, to try and help people um, if, it, if it's not being successful, and kids are just going to a life of crime. Like, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's a yeah. Once again, I just don't. Um, it's hard to begrudge kids that really don't have a lot to look forward to in life. Well, Kyle, I appreciate your time this morning. Um, thank you very much for having a chat with us. I'm sorry to hear that it is a situation that, um, you know, that you've had to make that decision around Monty's. Um, but, yeah, I really appreciate you coming on and having a chat with us about it. No, no worries, Katie. Thanks very much. Thanks, mate.